How's it going, everybody? TJ here from Rugby Muscle, and today I'm going to be telling you why the Bronco test is a complete waste of time and why I actually don't use any testing with my athletes that I work with, and of course telling you why and what I do instead. So somehow over the last five to ten years, the Bronco test has kind of squirmed its way into becoming the standard for rugby fitness testing. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure how commonly used it is in professional environments, but amateur clubs and players all over the world seem to take it on. And really, I have no idea why. Like, really, the only two reasons I can think of are, number one, it's easy to set up. And number two, the All Blacks do it. Now, legitimately, those are two kind of good reasons. Kind of, but not really. Mimicking things that the All Blacks do is kind of a fool's errand. I mean... They're good because it is their number one sport. The reason for their success isn't a special trick or test or training thing. It's a cultural thing, which is great, but good luck trying to copy that. Now, getting into the test itself, I hate it. For followers of the channel, that isn't exactly a revelation, nor is it even a hot take. Of all the S&C coaches and sports scientists I've spoken with, I've not met one who thought that a Bronco test was really worthwhile. Not a single one. Now, that might be surprising, particularly if, you're, if you've had the unfortunate honor of running it yourself or seeing your team running it. In fact, many of you won't like me telling you that this is a waste of time. Um, you know, it's easy to run. The All Blacks do it, and it's really hard. It must be a good test. Well, nope. I'm sorry, but it's just not, and here's why. Before I do that, let me tell you about Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, not below the chest, but below the waist. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. It is the brand that you want to get behind if you want to stop either having a hell of a bush or using the same razor on your balls that you use for your face. Gross. You can now use the right tool for the right job. Keep your downstairs all sorted by using the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 that's been built to take care of that area. And when I say built to take care of that area, I mean that it has a 90-minute battery, if you really need it that to last that long. It's got an LED light to guide you around down there and it give you an easy trim. And best of all for me, it's waterproof so you can do it in the shower, not make a mess around the sink or the toilet or anything gross. Wash it all off and be sweet. Now, the lawnmower or anything that you get from manscaped.com will be 20% off with free delivery if you use the code RUGBYMUSCLE. That's 20% off with free delivery at manscaped.com using the code RUGBYMUSCLE. You'll also be helping the show out, and I'd love to see at least a couple people buy this. It'll be really cool if, if I can get some guys in the comments below. If you do, let me know. So why do I say that the Bronco is BS? Firstly, there's nothing rugby-specific about it. You run as hard as you can for about four to seven minutes or 1.2 kilometers. That speed and energy system usage is nothing like a game of rugby where players work for about four to seven seconds at a time and then recover at a very slow pace. I've heard of people argue that it has some sort of agility component to it because you hit a cone and then you turn around and run in the opposite direction. That's not agility. Agility is the ability to rapidly change the position of the entire body in space with speed and accuracy in rugby, you do it in very short spaces and times reacting to your opposition, either stepping up to fool a defender or to react to a ball or to make a collision easier. Turning around every 20, 40 or 60 meters doesn't really measure this ability in any meaningful way. You're just turning around. That's not agility. 
what the Bronco does measure is general aerobic power and someone's pace over five to seven minutes. Again, that is something that has no relevance to the game of rugby. Don't get me wrong here. If you're a good athlete, you'll do well on the test. And if you're in bad shape, you'll probably won't do very well at all. Unless that is your uh, 1500 meter runner, for example. And maybe then even if you're in relatively bad shape, you'll probably score quite well on the Bronco. This kind of emphasizes the point that this test doesn't really provide you with any meaningful information. And this isn't just a knock on the Bronco, to be fair. This is like, for, uh, uh, this is a common thing for most, if not all, tests. What valuable information are you gaining that you didn't already know before? This is particularly true, and I can't stress the ridiculousness of this enough, is if you only do the test once. I mean, this sounds crazy to me and to a lot of you probably watching this, but Honestly, like 90% of the fitness tests that I did during my rugby career were never retested. Tests are not a way to build fitness. I see people doing a Bronco as a way of building fitness. I consulted with an athlete who just wanted to run the beep test every single week to get fitter. That's not how um, fitness works. You have to train fitness, not test fitness all of the time. Now, the same can be said for nearly any test, even if you actually... Um, are one of those rare people that retest your test, you can still probably get a decent prediction of the progression that that test is supposed to give you anyway from your training. A really important point, actually, that I will circle back to later. Now, aside from the lack of insight that these tests actually give you, my biggest issue that I have with testing is that it takes valuable time away from your actual training. Contrary to the way a lot of people think, testing is not training. Like that guy trying to do, do the um, the beep test over and over again. That is not training. That is just con constantly testing you. Training that is necessary to accrue fitness, whether that be speed, strength, aerobic endurance, or whatever, is very different from the tests that are used to measure that component. There's a reason powerlifters don't just do heavy singles forever and ever and ever to build their strength, or marathon runners don't just run marathons over and over and over again to get better. Even in rugby, you don't just play games over and over and over to get better. You, you break it down. You work on lower intensities. You work on specific components and improve that way. This is incredibly important for athletes at all levels because um, every training session is a valuable um, opportunity to get better. And if you're instead doing testing, that's a valuable opportunity wasted. And in addition to this, it's not only that session that gets affected, um, as the sessions before might be tapered to allow for the tests for you to be able to perform at your best. And the sessions after might be affected due to the fatigue caused during the testing. Again, even more opportunities to get better that are wasted. And that's actually the best case scenario as far as sessions wasted goes, because it's not actually uncommon for athletes to get hurt themselves during the testing. So, you know, most tests by definition uh, test the body maximally, putting maximum stress on the body is not only guaranteeing high fatigue, but also dramatically increasing the injury risk. Again, this isn't just for the test itself, but it's actually for the sessions following the test where your fatigue might be really high. And again, in like inducing a real high injury risk compared to what your normal training block might have looked like. Add to this the fact that sometimes testing will be stressing an under-trained component, and it's a recipe for disaster. Doing a sprint at top speed on day one when you haven't sprinted in months is asking for a hamstring to go ping. Testing your one rep max with a substantially heavier load than you've used in a long time could be asking for a pector. Now, 
I get that rugby is a sport where injury is already at a high risk, where I'll hear people say that, you know, maybe this makes testing like this okay because you're already, you know, someone that is prepared to be injured. But I'd go the opposite route. I think rugby is risky enough as it is. There's a good chance that you'll pick up some injuries just playing the game or just training. So save the injury risk for those games, for those contact sessions, because in training, you should be doing everything that you can within reason to minimize the injury risk. That doesn't mean guaranteeing your safety, but it does mean that you look at everything critically because you're doing everything that you can to minimize and within reason to minimize that injury risk. Hi guys, I just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete, then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies. That is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions, the physique nutrition crash course video series, the supplement guide, and newly added is a macro calculator. Yes, that's right, a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from. This will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. All that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. So we look at these tests that stress the body, increase the risk both during and after the tests themselves, and they take away extra time from training before, during, and after, and like don't really give you any valuable info. Why are we bothering testing at all? Genuinely, comment below. If you have a reason that you think makes sense in spite of all that I've mentioned so far, I'd love to have a discussion and a chat. I won't be angry, and I'm open to being wrong. I mean, I was wrong before when I used to use these tests before I fully fleshed out this thought. So please let me know in the comments below. Just don't come with something like, but Bowden Browett's awesome and he set the Bronco record last year. You mean that same year that uh, he lost his regular starting jersey in the All Blacks, that he hasn't really got back since, and the same All Blacks that lost to Argentina for the first time ever in their history that season? Is that really good evidence that the Broncos are a great test? As rugby players, there's one test that you should be caring about. The game of rugby. How well do you personally play? How does your team do? That's all that matters with this stuff. That's all that matters with rugby is how you personally play, how your team does. Powerlifters test their one rep max because their one rep max on squat, bench, and deadlift is their sport. Runners test their times because their running time is their sport. With rugby, lifting and running is a means to an end. I mentioned it earlier, it's taking those opportunities to get better, to train and improve your physical capabilities to allow you to become a better rugby player. Which brings me to my final point and my solution to all of this. The one thing that testing can give you is a measuring stick, a gauge to see how well you've progressed. And that can help you assess your programming and stay motivated. And that's all good stuff. In my opinion, this can be done easily without testing this can be done just by watching your training programs and seeing your progression with your tracking that you're doing. If you were lifting 100 kilos for a set of five in your program and then lifting 120 kilos for sets of five quite comfortably in like week six, you don't need a one rep max to tell you that you're getting stronger. If your low intensity run feels more comfortable and you're able to cover more ground, you're getting fitter. You should see progression in your training. Maybe not every single week, especially if you're a particularly advanced athlete, but on a month-to-month basis, it should be there if things are going right. You should be able to see it. You don't need to test to find out if you're getting better, particularly with the components that you're training. 
and you don't need to um, do tests to confirm that you're getting worse and stuff that you're not working on if there's no business for you to even worry about it getting that much worse in the first place. So as far as figuring out what you do need to work on, let your game do that. You don't need to see where you stack up with other rugby players apart from on the rugby field. You don't need to see if your bench is stronger than someone else that's your opposite number. You simply need to assess your physical capabilities and figure out where you think you could do with improvements. Or even better, have a teammate or a coach do it. Ask them what they think you should be working on to be a physically better player by either watching your game or just giving you their general opinion. This seems like it would be a hard thing to do, but it's actually done all the time with team selection. So it's actually really easy. Just ask them what they think that you need to work on to be a better player within your game. People are assessing how they think you're playing all the time, again, with selection. So you can really rely on their feedback. Another option, if you're really unsure, is just to take a full, well-rounded approach and kind of work on everything. Everything in the rugby physical preparation pyramid and you know that you're going to be improving as a rugby player. And you can do that systematically within Team Rugby Muscle or just on your own. Now, the link to find out more about Team Rugby Muscle is in the uh, description below. But essentially what Team Rugby Muscle is, is take it's a program that takes care of all the things that you need to improve on in rugby and works them systematically throughout the year. There's definitely individual scope to work on certain areas and aspects on your depending on your schedule or your position. So you are allowed some freedom to choose what things that you really want to work on. But the crucial thing that we have, though, is a monitoring system. So you write down and you track your results so that over time you can see this huge improvement happen. Link, once again, is down below. Now, if you want personal um, coaching and you want to really hone in on what your weaknesses are, you can also have one-on-one -on -one coaching for that. Links will be in the description below. Now, even if you're someone who just wants to do the work and write your own program or a coach in charge of a big team, I really want to, you to consider why you're doing fitness tests. Are you really gaining some meaningful insight or are you taking a huge chunk of time away from actually getting better and dramatically increasing your injury risk and fatigue without any real good reason? If you have a good reason, please let me know in the comments below. I'd love to have a discussion. So really, like, I'd love to hear it. If you have any tests that you think that are worth it, let me know in the comments below. Or if you have any counters to the points that I've made or even funny test stories where things have gone wrong or amazing, just comment or even just comment for the algorithm. It all really does help and it's all good and I'll enjoy replying to all of you. If you've enjoyed this video, uh, the points that I've made, please give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're new to the channel. Check out all the stuff Rugby Muscle and Team Rugby Muscle. Everything will be in the links below. Once again, comment, thumbs up, subscribe if you're new and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Rugby Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.